You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with a dynamic duo of Blaze and Meech. A podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific uber dykes, but you can call it studs. This week, we're tackling the once taboo subject of stud for stud relationships. We're getting into how we were first introduced to stud for stud, why the black LGBTQ plus community reacts to these pairings the way they do, and why these types of relationships are becoming more common. Now let's get into it. Meech, drop the beat. studs in the pods of people you already know is blaze and the homie meech this week we're diving into the highly anticipated topic of stuff or stud but you already know before we get into all that let's get personal meech fill us in on what's been happening with you this week um this week we've been in quarantine <laughs> corona is keeping us all locked up but um i've been i've been working from home so i can't complain i'm still making money I'm lucky to be uh be able to do my job from home. Um, finish the book ten minutes uh ten percent happier. That's what it was called. I, I misspoke last week. Um, that was a it was a pretty good book. The audio was hard to listen to, even though the guy is like a newscaster. Listening mm. to him read was was kind of difficult. His um, monotone or something. Yeah, he was like monotone. I just I couldn't. It was hard, but I made it through. I had to put it on speed. I had to, I had to speed it up. Um, yeah, but other than that, you know, I'm in a new spot, so I'm excited about that. Um, Are you all settled and stuff? Yeah, still doing some unpacking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had to do all that packing shit, but we downsized, so, you know, there's less stuff to unpack. Way more comfortable here, you know. My, my spot, it feels like a, a little studio, like a music studio, so I'm loving that. And... uh that's about it. Life's good. Wifey's good. What's been going on with you? Um, nothing much. Um, like you on lockdown. Um, uh, feeling like we dodged a bullet. Seeing as how our cruise was like right before the major blow up of right. the Rona, so we um possibly escaped, you know, <laughs> some some bad vibes. But uh. Other than that, I've been trying to just keep myself busy. You know, the NBA is shut down, so there goes all my basketball watching, and that kind of put a dent in my uh, after-work activities. So I actually um, have been doing some stuff around the yard, stuff that I've been meaning to do. So just to get me outside, get the dog outside, since we are all inside all day working. You know, I, I normally work from home anyway, so it's not really a that much of a change. But uh, trying to get outside, get some more sun. Uh, and stay away from people <laughs> as much <laughs> as possible. Uh, and, you know, we we pretty much had all those things already. Like, the, the most we needed was, like, groceries and stuff. So while everybody was going crazy and things like that, we didn't really have to freak out. Uh, we right. just became more concerned about the things that we normally needed to re-up on. It was time mm-hmm. for those things. And that was a lot of stuff that people were hoarding, you know, like... Yeah. um um bath soap you know like take a bath and stuff like that it was, and uh, laundry so it was already that time for us to re-up and that was uh so that was a little scary but um we were able to get supplies and stuff you know we just been living and you know we 
stay to ourselves and we try not to what sucks is that you know it's my birthday month so i won't be able to go around family and stuff because we don't want to uh bring any germs or anything like that to my my mom or anything because you know she's old (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's about it i'm um installing um stepping stone pavers in my backyard like a little pathway because there's like a little gap where the dog could fit under or at least why he was <laughs> very concerned that the dog might fit under there so gotcha. i had to i'm moving dirt and grass and acting like i know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> youtube it and then do it yeah basically youtube read and pray for the best <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's the worst that can happen is we have to dig it up and have somebody do it the right way, right. but whatever. And like, the hardest part is trying to get everything straight because you know I'm like so gay; it's very hard to get anything straight. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see how how this turns out. I mean, I feel confident it it looks you know pretty decent. So I got yeah. half of it done. I got the other half to do, and I've just been trying to do a little bit by little after work and. Try not to kill my my back, but because yeah. you know age, you start feeling <laughs> those pains. For real. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, you know, I can't really complain. I just I'm wondering if since I won't get to celebrate my birthday properly, can I consider this like a gap year and not count this year of my age and skip this <laughs> month and I just go if back? Only. I just stay the same age until next year. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll file a petition and see how that goes. <laughs> Right. Do whatever you want. This is 2020. It's like just a guessing game. We're for real. We're only in March. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> who knows what the rest of the year holds. I mean, geez. It's just, I feel like it can only get better, but. I mean, for real at this it, point. You know? But yeah. just concerned because like my sister had a big trip planned with her family to go to uh, Disney. And it was like something very special for them. And it's not till like May, but it could still be canceled. And mm-hmm. schools are closed. And, you know. yeah. but like you said, I'm blessed to already have a work from home situation. So I'm not really losing out on anything or my life hasn't really changed that much, except for even extra con- conscious when we go out to the store and things like that. Right. But, um, that's that's about it. Well, now that we've gotten all caught up on all things new and exciting, let's jump right in. So, Meech, um, your thoughts on stuff or stuff relationships and that whole situation? Like, why do you think that it's so um, taboo in the LGBT community? LGBTQ plus community, especially um, among people of color, that stuff or stuff relationships are so taboo. Um, I think it's taboo because, you know, it, it, I guess it goes into like last week's conversation, how we kind of put gender roles on, you know, each each um like each party and, in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like in a stuff or stud, like how does that work? But I don't know. You know, I'm not really sure why it's taboo. I just like from my perspective, I don't get it. You know, at the end of the day, I guess, you know, we're all women. So I guess it makes sense. But, you know, like I just feel like, you know, who's the more aggressive one? You know, like 
how, you know, like, I just, I don't know how that dynamic works. I'm not sure about it. And I think that's, that's kind of how people on the outside looking in look at it. But like we said, in other, um, you know, non-color people, we see it all the time. So I guess it works for them. I'm not sure why, you know, why there's such a, a stigma against stud for stud. I just know it's not for me. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I concur there. But I also agree that I think that people, um, it's taboo for people because they do want to be able to place people in certain roles. Like you said, carrying off of the conversation that we were having last week, that they do want people to be the dominant one and the submissive one. Like, since that's right. what we've always known, like the man is dominant, the woman is submissive. Um, you know, masculine, dominant, feminine, submissive, uh, however you want to put that, that if you're not able to break that down into those roles, which are, you're typically not when it's a stuff or stud or master mass relationship, then that is why people uh, look at it the way that they do. You know, like you hear a lot of studs be like, oh, that's gay. Like, right. but you are gay. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> so that's why it's, um, it's always funny to me. I mean, even myself, I've been guilty of saying that. Like, I would never date a stud. Oh, that's gay. And I think, I mean, I don't know for so much for myself. It was because um, I need that role in my life, you know. But um, it's just I'm not attracted to studs, you know. It's just um, uh, I understand that they're women, and if you take all of our clothes off, we all have the same parts and similar shapes for the most part especially if you've been with somebody for a long time then you really right. start having similar <laughs> shapes but um i i don't know it's just something about the way that a feminine woman is and that she carries herself and like the fact that she does put on makeup and she wears heels and you know when they're wearing those tight fitting jeans that just fit just right <laughs> yeah. you know like it's just something about that that I've never seen a stud who we can who's rocking fly jays and wearing you know great jeans and a nice yeah. shirt. I've never been like, damn, I would hit that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that that never happened. Oh, uh, yeah, I do that, think yeah. that that's you know that inability to be able to put you in a box, uh, for lack of better terms um maybe is what contributes to the discrimination and why that doesn't carry over to um non-people of color i'm not sure because you see that a lot in in you know the i guess butches right yeah what we describe as butches or what box they would fit in and maybe they don't feel like they're butches maybe they're just yeah you know they just got a short haircut yeah that's true I mean, I've seen straight women with that same haircut and thought for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Thought for sure that was a lesbian, but I've been wrong. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, like it feels, um, it feels like it should be okay. You know, it's it's still two women together. We're lesbians. There should be no reason for us to discriminate against lesbians we all receive enough discrimination as it is right but for me I just can't grasp it because like you said I'm attracted to the feminine women but um you know whatever floats their boat you know I think as long as they're happy they're treating each other well then that's cool but 
I'd, you know, I, I'm always curious, so I'd be interested to know, like, how the gender roles do work in that situation. And, you know, is it, like, are you attracted to, you know, the fitted and the baggy jeans or, you know, the T-shirts and the J's? And is that what attracts you to another stud? Like, as a stud, are you really attracted to that? Or is it, like, the personality gets you and then... From there, you're just like, fuck it. And it's not really a physical thing. Do you think that, um, because, you know, gay men, um, black gay men, you'll, they'll have two verse guys can be together because they can uh-huh. switch hit, you know? like <laughs> yeah. um, So, and there's not really that kind of a stigma in their um, situation, you know, their circle. That's true. Where they're at, where there is, when it's two masks, um women together also when it's two femme women together like even um you know heterosexual except two femme women you know mm-hmm. we except two femme women as together but when it's two studs or two mass women the whole world is like ew that's gay yeah <laughs> you know? and there's apparently a very large conglomerate of um studs that are attracted to other studs I did not know that. I have never seen any stud for stud couples uh, of color. And um I actually ended up YouTubing it and I saw like a couple, a Hispanic and a black female that were a couple. And um even in that situation, I didn't watch too much of it, but I still felt like one of them was a little more feminine, maybe like a soft stud. So right. I could see how that could possibly work, but I've never really seen two very like masculine uh looking studs or um just presenting studs, you know, that the way they talked and the way they acted um together. Right. Cuz there's like nothing about a stud that's or a a butch or a dyke or AG or whatever you you call yourself and you're a masculine presenting woman that is attractive to me as a stud so i don't um i don't understand that part of the attraction and like you said i would be very curious to know like is it are you attracted to that look like the way that i'm attracted to seeing um you know a nice lady in some nice (laughs) and nice sundress the way i look at beyonce right it's not right I look at Jay. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? So, and I mean, I've seen Jay many times. Like, I believe that that man can make a white t-shirt look like it's worth a million dollars. <laughs> but, and I have a great love for Dwayne Wade, but I never, like, that's how how I look at them as men is how I look at other studs. Studs, right. And even I admire their, whatever, their, what they're wearing. Yeah. I yeah. don't, I wouldn't want to sleep with them. Right, right. And even if they did take their clothes off, I saw something, and I can't recall what it is, but now this vision is burned into my memory forever, <laughs> where it's a stud, but like naked, a naked stud, <laughs> oh God. with a fitted on. <laughs> so the face looks like a stud, but the body looked like a woman, and I just couldn't, I, I don't know, I, I just couldn't get past the the fitted hat. <laughs> And I do find feminine women in fitted hats sexy, if it's worn right. But just, I can't, I don't know. There's something about um, stud. Like, we could be homies, we could be friends, 
but to sleep with you, I don't know. That's why I, I remember when I was even when I was young, like my friend, um, may she rest in peace, that when we first started hanging out, my mom, you know, I came out to my mom or whatever, and she doesn't know the dynamic of stud fem, butch fem, whatever. Right. So when she saw me with my friend, who was this little butch girl with me and we're hanging out, she thought we were interested in each other because we're both gay. And I'm like, no, mom, <laughs> that's not exactly how this yeah. works in this situation. I don't know. I mean, I think you said it already, but you've never been interested in, in pursuing a stuff or stuff relationship. No, it's just not, um, it's just not for me. I mean, everything you said, it, it it's um same way I pretty much feel like I like, you know, what feminine women like I like the makeup I like that fact that they do their hair you know different styles mm-hmm. and wear long you know I like the the jewelry that they wear I like the makeup they wear you know? the way they smell right 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 that's yeah. another thing too <laughs> like I don't I don't want you smelling like me like, like we're sharing cologne I, I, yeah. I can't for like, real and then talking about wearing sharing clothes too. like yeah right I don't know, I, but you know, I'm from New York, right? So the women out mm-hmm. here, it's cold all the time. So we don't get to see the sundresses too often. Right. Um, but, you know, even when the, the feminine chicks out here have on their tight jeans and their J's, like, that still is attractive as fuck mm-hmm. to me. Like, you know, I would be like, damn, shorty's bad mm-hmm. in some jeans and some J's. But, mm-hmm. like, if it was a stud, it's, it's just different. It's just like, Nah, I can't get with that. Like, damn, homie, nice kicks. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, where'd you get those from, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, they never have my I can't, You know, I can appreciate, you know, a put-together person regardless of who it is. Like, right. a male, female, stud, right. femme. You know, but as far as being attracted to that, that's, you know, even, you know, like you said, when the clothes do come off, I can't unsee the, the shape up. I can't unsee the fade. Right, you know what I mean. Like I'm a very, I'm a visual person, so like, this is I, I just, I don't know. And I think I like, don't, I, I, maybe it's just me, but I feel like your body mannerisms and everything just are different when you're a masculine woman naturally. Yeah. You know, because like, I'm me being me is not forced. You being you is not forced. But you know, I've had so many people tell me that I'll even walk like a guy. It's not that I've ever tried or I never like studied guys and learn how they walk. I just walk how I walk. And, you know, wifey walks how she walks. So, um, you know, she kills it in heels, whereas I feel like I kill it in a pair of nice Jordans. Right. <laughs> I'd kill myself in some heels. <laughs> right. I mean, right. I can't even, I don't even remember when was the last time I wore a dress. So, oh, wow. And then another aspect of the stuff or studs situation that leaves me um, a little bit confused and wondering is like when you sleep together, I mean, it's, it's the natural, I don't want to say order of things, but the natural order of things is for the stud mm-hmm. to strap up and right. for the femme to take the strap. Right. So, and it's just, that's like, you know, an assumed uh, situation when you're in a relationship with somebody or a stud and a femme are going to sleep with each other. And when it's a femme and a femme, you know, they a lot oftentimes do something double-sided or take turns. So 
you know, there's an answer for that. But what about when it's a stuff or stuff relationship? Is do they also take turns strapping each other up? And yeah, I just don't know. I I've, mean, that could be possible. You know, I've I've seen so many like studs that try like that try to play that masculine role too hard mm-hmm. that they probably will deny who they really are and then later on I'll hear about like them sleeping with dudes or something like that because they're too embarrassed to say that they like something specific you know like so maybe that's why they end up getting with other studs because they do like the strap I I don't know you know like that's just a theory of mine but I have no idea how that works or maybe one like a little bit softer than the other I have no idea or maybe they don't even do that. Who knows? I mean, yes, there's tons of ways for um, lesbians to have sex more than just... Lucky us. <laughs> <laughs> and last more than five minutes, so... Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that's... that's Those were, like, some of my... When I first heard about and learned about Stuff for Stud, that was definitely something that crossed my mind, that situation. And, like, who asked who... Uh, to marry them for you know uh, and those just right the sex too well i mean oh, uh, yeah. i mean and my relationship is is either way if wifey's drunk then we already know how that's yeah. going down <laughs> so um yeah i mean I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting situation. I don't. I don't know. Um, now that I'm more mature, that I would um, shy shy away from anybody who was uh, stuff or stud. I'm actually very curious to know, like, what is the attraction? I know why I'm attracted to feminine women, you know, and what that feels like. And I know how I feel when I see another stud that I don't. I don't think I could ever be attracted to that person, even when I find out that like when they're a switcher a switcher you know like they switch between boy clothes and girls clothes they're somewhere in the middle more of a tomboy and those aren't people that are even um attractive to me usually i mean there's a you know there's so many weird in every bunch that maybe tickles your pickle a little bit but (laughs) i mean for the most part that's never uh that's just never been an attraction for me. And I've been liking girls for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> oh, no. Why do you think, um, I mean, like you said, there's YouTube couples and um, on Instagram, there's a lot. On Facebook, there's a lot. There's more and more stuff or stuff like groups and um, a little community forming of studs that are stuff or stud. Um, there was also a movie that I watched. Um the same difference I want to say that it was called, I believe it was on Netflix that um, had some stuff or stud um, uh, address some stuff or stud things within it. Um, So I believe that thoughts and feelings are slowly changing, but they are changing uh, amongst the LGBT community and people of color specifically on stuff or stud relationships. I mean, do you, have you seen the same thing? Like, how do you feel the community is still shunning them as much or it's becoming more accepting? Um, I I would hope that it's becoming more accepting just overall um, in the community. And 
like you said, there are a lot more groups and stuff popping up. I haven't really personally met anybody, but I've seen a lot more groups, a lot more hashtags, you know, just being online and stuff, a lot more people talking about it. So, you know, I, I think it, it's a good thing. You know, if people want to live their truth and be happy, then just let them. Like, at the end of the day, why are we going to bash people who are fighting for the same rights as us? Right. We're already marginalized. Why? You know, we're marginalized and very small <laughs> in comparison. Yeah. So why uh, dwindle our numbers just because it's something that we don't understand? That's a little hypocritical, I think, for us to do that. People who enjoy stuff or stuff relationships. And just because you do one stuff or stuff relationship, I don't think that labels you as a stuff or stud person. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people are just um, attracted to... It's, they're just attracted to somebody and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, I also wonder if I, I saw something doing research uh, for this episode and reading um, different posts and through different comments and things like that, that it's possible that there's just a lack of available femme women out there. Yeah, maybe. And which is causing more studs to seek out other studs. I mean, we're all women regardless of how we label ourselves. And mm-hmm. So if you like pussy, you like pussy, and maybe you just don't care how it's wrapped if there's no other, you know, entrees available. You got to eat what's, <laughs> you got to eat what's there sometimes. I mean, I, I mean, get I that. Know. I get that, you know, because, been, uh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I haven't been out there for a while, so I don't know. Is there a lack of available femme women out there? I think so, you know, because I was single for like a while, like a couple years, and most of the women I dated were like straight women, mm. um, you know, for other reasons too, because you know, strippers. I was in Miami, right. you know, I date, you know, I just, I was just date, you know, I was just messing with whoever, but you know, there wasn't ever like any. There, were, I don't recall there being too many available lesbians. Like even when we would go out everybody would be booed up in the club or the available lesbians would be like probably other studs or women that just weren't my type. Right. You know? So I, maybe it's a, they're settling kind of thing. You know, I've been, I'm trying to think the last relationship was a while ago before this one, maybe like six years and in six years, you know, like I was just, you know, messing around with straight women and you know, that leads to a lot of drama and situationships and, shit like that you know so Mm -hmm. I had never really considered a a relationship again until I came back to New York and I actually found a lesbian that was like dope and you know she had her own thing going for her I think that's another thing also you know like you know you might not necessarily want somebody that you have to take care of or somebody who has Mm -hmm. no ambition Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that all femmes are like that but in my experience in dating over the past like 10 years I would say I ran into a lot of that which is why I was also you know very picky and why I chose to deal with straight women or quote-unquote bisexual or women who were like you know straight for the moment a lot of situationships like that, but I rather dealt with deal with that because I knew it wasn't gonna last than to get into a relationship with a lesbian who was just gonna bring me more problems, more drama. I would have to, you know, I'm 
have to end up taking care of her. She doesn't cook. She doesn't clean. You know, she doesn't do anything. Like, why do I need you? Mm. You know? So I'm that could be a factor. You know, I'm just speaking from my experiences, but that still d- didn't lead me to, you know, want to date another stud. I was just like, I'll deal with the bullshit. Yeah, I mean, you know, to to each their own. And if you're attracted to, if you're a stud and you're attracted to other studs, then don't be ashamed of it either. You know, live right. in your truth. And it just is what it is. You know, you are gay, you are a lesbian, you are part of this community and you deserve to find love too um there's there's no reason to be ashamed of being stuff or stud i don't i don't get putting that um kind of stigma on on people but if it is because of a lack of feminine women in your area which would mean you're probably not willing to do a long distance relationship because there's the internet but uh don't settle either you know, like right. living your truth, but don't don't settle just because that person is what or who's available in your vicinity or in your uh, desired geographical location. Right. Uh, you know, um, I, I, I don't know if I've ever. Oh no, I was gonna say I don't know if I've ever seen a stuff or stud uh, relationship in person, but. I have, um, you know, at Pride, uh, this past Pride in Orlando, I there was a ton of people out there. It's one of the probably one of the biggest prides I've been to, and they had, there was some stuff. So there were some interesting characters out there. Period. Mm-hmm. So, um, but there was definitely some stuff and stuff. And growing up, I had some friends. Um, she would consider herself more of a a STEM. Okay. Right. Um, and she dated a person who I would consider um, a STEM. And oh, okay. both of them were together. Or, yeah. But they were more on the um, masculine side than the femi side. Mm-hmm. In their dress, at least. And they dated each other. And um, so I saw that in person. But they weren't like a stuff or stud or a butch for butch. Um, but the most I've seen are, uh, you know, Caucasian people. Where you can't tell if when it is feminine, they just have a short, boxy cut, like a gym teacher. Right. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> gym teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. why you know, like, why it's it's more accepted um, for the Caucasian people. I don't know. And whenever I... I see it, I don't think twice about it. It just right. I feel like I've always seen that. I don't know. Sometimes um, Murphy and I will see them and we're like, so who's on top? <laughs> when? <laughs> like, which one's on top? And I'm like, maybe they take turns, switch, 69. There's a bunch of different ways you can yeah. get her done. You know what I'm saying? Get her done. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't I don't know. And I, and I hate, um, you know, so many people asked us about um, our thoughts on stuff or stuff and I mean my honestly my thoughts are do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else then right. I don't see why it even matters what other people think if you and your boo are happy and you both like to wear Tim's and jeans and fitted 
I think that's what you guys were in New York, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> then, you know, have at it. Like, why not? Just because right. people don't understand, you know, do you. They'll catch up. Yeah, facts. And uh, it's, it goes back to the to the whole gender roles thing, too, because maybe they just dress like that. And then in the house, they act, you know, more right. feminine. One of them acts more fem- feminine or does the more feminine thing. So, yeah, just live in your truth and do what makes you happy. Fuck what everybody got to say. That's right. Fuck them. Now it's time for Too Many Peas in the Pod. The portion of the podcast where we share and answer some of the questions and comments we've received from our listeners. Now let's get into it. Question. Our question comes from Jay, who says, I'm a stud, and I get called Mr. or Sir all the time when I'm out in public. I try not to let it get to me, but it really irks me sometimes because I am not a man and I don't want to be a man. <laughs> I listen to your show talking about getting called Sir a lot. So I guess what I want to know is, does it offend you when someone calls you Sir? Or how do you deal with it? And by the way, I love the podcast and keep up the good work. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Thank you very much. We appreciate the feedback. Yes, we do. Um, we do it for you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess Meet you can't really yeah. you know I mean, I don't know. When you had your shortcut, did you ever bump into the sir um, situation or were you called Mr. or anything like that? I think when people saw me from the back, I was probably called Sir. But I really don't remember it, so I don't really want to speak on it because it was probably very few times. I know it happens to you a lot more. Yeah, it happens to me like every day, whether I'm face to face or over the phone or through the um, the talkie thing at the drive through <laughs> when you're ordering thing. food. <laughs> like every time. Um, most recently, it happened actually while we were on the cruise, and that's because we haven't really gone anywhere because we've been trying to stay social distance away from people, <laughs> social distancing. And um, but while we were on the cruise, um, <clears throat> I was in line to get my omelet made, <laughs> mm-hmm. and wifey was there. She was like a person ahead of me, and the guy goes, "Excuse me, sir, what would you like on your omelet?" <laughs> and uh, I think I've said this before, but it's happened to me so many times that I just kind of, you know, I just go with the flow. I just ignore it. Like, why do I care what the little omelet maker guy thinks that I'm a dude? Like, who cares? Yeah. I just want my omelet and please don't put any pork in it. That's great. Did you and, get, um, did you used to get offended initially? Um, You know, what used to offend me for the most part was like getting chased out of the bathroom. Oh, right. Okay. Um. I'm like, sir, what were you doing in the women's bathroom? Uh-huh. And But that was like young. Like I was 15, 16. I can remember vividly being in, uh, um, I wasn't driving yet. So, I mean, I was on the county. And uh, I stopped in a Publix to use the restroom. Uh-huh. And I just went in there innocently to do what I had to do. Right. And when I'm walking out, the manager is chasing me out of the Publix. Oh, wow. And like yelling at me in front of everybody, asking me why was I in the women's bathroom? And I'm like, um, That's because I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, everybody always apologizes profusely and uh, profusely. I can't say that word. <laughs> and, um, you know, then they all feel bad and everything like that. But 
Um, nowadays, like all these years later and all these experiences later, I I just shrug it off. Um, like I said before, you know, if people don't know me, they don't care about me, then they're going to see a sir because they see the short hair and the large build. And, you know, they think a man automatically, mm-hmm. even if my chest is like right there in their face. And it's obvious that this is probably not a man's chest, right. but they still see sir. And I just deal with it by ignoring it and brushing it off and keeping it moving. I mean, it depends on how you feel. If you feel offended by it and you feel not, I don't want to say confrontational because it sounds like you're going to want to fight, but you know, people do need to know that we're out here too. And I struggle with that. Like when they call me, sir, should I correct them? Because they need to know that all of us are sirs and there are women out here that look the way that I do and they don't want to be called, sir. Right. But I mean, as for your question, Jay, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you know, I would just, like I said, it doesn't offend me anymore. And eventually it probably won't offend you. Hopefully. And you just ignore it and keep living your life and correct them if you feel like it or not. It's it's really up to you. I mean, I can't tell you what's going to offend you or even make you feel better when you're out in public and you get calls to her. But, you know, just try not to get into any violent fights about it. <laughs> And on that note, you already know if you need a little more stud in your life, you can find us on IG and Twitter at Two Studs in a Pod. That's where you find some of our stud-related content. Please feel free to send us any and all feedback you have on the podcast or future topic ideas you would like us to cover. If you have any questions or comments, you can slide in the DMs or shoot us an email at Two Studs in a Pod at gmail.com. That's T-W-O Studs in a Pod at gmail.com. Please note that we may select your question or comment to share on an upcoming episode. You can find Two Studs in a Pod on podcast platforms everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And with that, we say that gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Bye-bye.